0: Good afternoon. This is another edition of Thirds Thoughts. My name is Andrew Dixon with a word of encouragement for you. I say that in a kind of bewildered way because, as I've stated in the very first episode, my intention is not to be... Um, or come across as, um, your pastor or anything like that. Um, I'm just trying to encourage people as we go through these difficult times. It's easy. I've heard it said to, um, smile than it is to frown. They say that it takes Much more muscles in the face to frown than it is to smile. And so, in a world where it's easier to, you know, be cynical and hurtful and judgmental, I want to be encouraged by God to do the hard thing of smiling, even though You know, it's a lot of craziness going on, and that is not easy, but hopefully, if we all do it together, the world may be a better place for everyone. So smile today. It is June 18th, 2018. And it's Thursday. The scripture reading for today is the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee. And the mother of Jesus, who is Mary, was there. What we find in this particular scripture, there's a wedding going on. Apparently, Jesus and his disciples and his mother were invited. And it was a big thing I I, I see back then for the wine to have ran out because it seemed like those were like really big celebrations, weddings. And it's interesting. She goes to him and says, "There, there is no wine. They have no more wine. So this tells me as a reader, somewhere in between his birth and now, Mary has noticed something about him. She's. I think she's may have even witnessed some things that maybe we're not privy to. I don't know, and I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I'm just saying, when you look at this word, it's, a, it's amazing that when she gets this information that there is no more wine, her immediate response is to go straight to her son and say, there isn't any more. She goes to him knowing that he can fix the situation. And I'm going to tell you straight up. Before I even started speaking, I didn't even see that. So I'm believing that the Holy Spirit is definitely working in this situation. She goes to him knowing that he can fix the problem. Now, this problem may be... Different in scale, depending on, watch this, depending on who's looking at the situation. See, Mary, she's a guest in this situation. So it doesn't really affect her. Yet, the people. That are getting married. The parents. Who are paying for this right. It's a very big deal. Because they've invited all these people. And the celebration isn't even close to being over. And there's no more wine. What are we going to do? So I would think on on the family side. There's a lot more. Um, Concern about the situation than it is on Mary and especially Jesus's part, right? But Mary, seeing the hurt of the other people, the distraught in their eyes, the distress, she goes to her son and says, She goes to our Lord Jesus Christ and says, They have no more wine. She sees that there's a problem, that people are hurting, and she goes to him in prayer. Now, at this time, Jesus had not revealed himself to people who he was. He hadn't made his ministry public yet. And so his response is in no way disrespectful. He says, woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. He understands that. This isn't. This isn't the. Uh, of the time. Uh, you know. For that right now. But it's amazing. What his mother does after that. She says. She goes to the servants. And she says. Do. Whatever he tells you. Now, I don't look at that as a, you know, well, you're going to do what I told you to do. No, no, no. But I think when I see it, excuse me. what, What can be seen from that? Is she knows. The goodness of his heart. That even while there are many. Bigger issues. As far as sin concerns. There's a lot of things going on. At the world I'm sure. In the world I'm sure at that time. She knows she can count on his goodness. In this situation. Because. Even though. Things may be going on in other places. This particular people need help right now. And so she says to the servants, do whatever he tells you because she's trusting. I believe she's trusting in the goodness of who he is and that he's not going to just walk away from something like this doesn't matter how anybody may look at the the seriousness of it he's not going to walk away from a people in distress and i really hope that i'm i'm understanding this correctly and please if I'm not and you are more scholar in the word of God than I am I pray that you would please uh, say something in the comments DM me and I will be more than happy to to correct it but this is just what I'm saying from what I'm reading and so What does that have to do with today? We have so much racial tension civil unrest and unearthing of so many years of police brutality upon a specific people group. Black, Negro, African-American, people of color, however you want to depict us, that's what's going on today. And while maybe you may say, I'm not black, I'm not African-American, I'm not Negro, I'm not a person of color. Perhaps this word is for you. This scripture is for you today to ponder. Mary did a lot of pondering in her life here on earth. And so maybe this is a time for you to beseech the Lord, to call upon him on behalf of of the black community. Because even though it, what's going on in that moment doesn't particularly affect you, and even if you're black, and you may say, you know, I've never had this type of experience, or maybe you're Mexican. It doesn't matter where you are or who you are. If this situation doesn't directly affect you, Allow your heart to see that it is directly affecting someone. And that it shouldn't happen. There has to be a better way. But see, Mary didn't try to go and buy some wine. She didn't try to go ask somebody for wine that you know maybe some maybe a neighbor or something like that. Mary went to the one person in all of the world that could definitely fix the situation and handle it in a righteous way that it would be blessed. The outcome would surely be blessed. And so. I am saying to you today. If it doesn't affect you. If it does affect you. My plea for all of us. My prayer for all of us. Is that we would go to the Lord. That we would seek him. In these horrific times. These very distressing times we are all in. And I believe. Watch how God responds. Because with everything that's going on you have the pandemic going on you have election season ramping up and i'm really hoping that there isn't further divide from that but we have so many different things we have poverty we have people that have lost their businesses we have people that still can't go back to work we have people in the hospital we have people hurting All over. We're all hurting in some way. But even in the midst of all that hurt. The Lord is still there. We can still count on him to handle this situation. With everything that's going on. With children not knowing where their next meal comes from, parents not knowing how they're going to provide, you know, the, the, the threat of um, health scares and things like that, all kinds of poverty and hurt. You still have domestic violence. You still have discrimination. You still have sex trafficking. All kinds of horrific things are happening. They've been happening. and even though those things are just massive this too is it's not a blip on the on the radar it's not it's not a it's not a small thing it's a big thing and we need our God who is big and we can count on his goodness to turn this situation around and i believe that part of it Will come from doing exactly what Mary told the servants. We, as believers in Jesus Christ, we are also called to be servants. And I believe just as she said it to them, she could be very well, very much well saying it to us today, believers in Christ. Do whatever he tells you. Now, whether that's an individual thing where he uses the power of the Holy Spirit within us to tell us what to do in a given situation that we can show his love in a hurting world. But I believe that also it's talking about do what his word says. It says that he is the word. It says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Do what he says. He is the word. So what does the word say? The word says, love our neighbor. It's easy when our neighbor is nice to us and is kind and is always lending. But it's not easy when our neighbor is something or someone difficult to, to even deal with or work with. We Our neighbor is anybody that's close to us. It's that person in the grocery line. That maybe ask the other person, do they want to go ahead and go front instead of going to you when you were right there? It's the person that's trying to make life hard for you on the job because they're intimidated by you. Or maybe they just got something going on. Your neighbor is whoever is around you and me. And we are mandated as recipients of the highest love that could ever be bestowed upon any creature or creation. That agape love, the love of God, has been given to us richly and graciously, even though we don't deserve it and we've done nothing to earn it. We as recipients of that great love of God are mandated to share that love of God, not just with the people that love us back, but even more importantly, the people that don't. And I am not going to tell you for one second that this is easy. That's why the title of this is the hard work of forgiveness. We got to love each other. Phil Robertson of Duck Dynasty, he's a pastor. He said something very profound this week, and I thank God for giving it to him, and I thank God for giving him the courage to say it. He said the reason why we're seeing all this stuff we're is because we don't love each other. If we love one another and stop looking at race and color and just love one another, this world would look a whole lot better. We need those in law enforcement to love us. We need to love them and show love. We need to show love to those those politicians that are in those high positions. What is the word of God says? Mary said, do whatever he tells you. The word of the Lord doesn't tell us to go on Twitter and start making disparaging comments about the president. It says that we are to respect those that are in authority. If you have the Word of God, encourage me as I'm encouraging you we need to read it and as the word says, not just be hearers of the word but we need to be doers also. This is hard work. We are all though we are all sinners. If you're Christian, you're a sinner saved by the grace of God. And you are now a child of God. You are given a new identity. But we still struggle with sin, don't we? Even though it doesn't have the dominion over us, we still wage war against it because there is an internal war with between our spirit. And our flesh. And that's going to be our battle until we get called home to glory. And we know that because God is not a liar. So what am I saying? Let's pray for one another. That we can show that love through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not just to those that make it easy. But especially those who make it difficult. And don't do what I say. As Mother Mary said so poignantly, do whatever the Lord tells you. I hope this word encourages someone. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent, one from another. I love you. God bless you. But always remember, God loves you more. Take care.